And presented by BetMGM, it's BetMGM tonight. Ryan Horvat, Trist the Crick, PJ the Glassman Glasser, feeling a little bit better. I saw a smile on his face after a uh, crushing loss for his Baltimore Ravens. Good things coming though. Maybe a wide receiver, Peach. Maybe Lamar gets traded for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe What's you get Aaron Rodgers, Peach. Peach, on a scale of one to ten, one being meh, ten being send me to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, in terms of mental anguish, where were you at? Yeah, break it down for us. Seven and a half. Because I was devastated they lost, but I know we're not winning the Super Bowl with Snoop Huntley. Like Lamar's not coming back, right? Yeah. So I think it would have been it would have been awesome to see if they could have given Kansas City a game. I think they would have. I don't know if they would have won, but it was just to to lose the way they did. Like they had that game. Should have won. And I'm really starting to hate the Bengals. Really? Yeah. Really? Like, yeah, it's like getting to like Steelers level hate. Just okay. They're so they're so good. They're yeah, and so they talk good. a lot of trash. A lot of trash. They're like the Memphis Grizzlies of the NFL. Yeah. Ugh. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and and when you think of it, like I love them both, but neither of them have won anything either. You gotta think about it like that, you know? People forget Peach. People forget they have John not Harbaugh, won anything yet. Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl champion. He is. He is. That he is, right? I just love playoff football. Like just that feeling of waking up on a Sunday and just like waiting all day for it. It's awesome. It's Not that awesome. you guys had a chance at this guy, but uh, some breaking news from Tom Palisaro, who covers the NFL for the NFL Network. Friend of show. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, informs interested teams he's staying in Detroit. Oh. He was slated to travel Wednesday to interview with the Panthers. He feels the Lions are building something special. Wants to see it through. Right. And that's agree. not good news no, for you. <laughs> no, not at all. I wish I could trade Matt LaFleur for Ben Johnson. What's the I'm ceiling? Kidding. I'm kidding. What's the ceiling for the Lions next season? Can they be a top three seed in the NFC? I'm betting them to win the NFC North. I think to win I the division, agree. yes. Yeah. yeah. I think, I said this, Peach, I wish you were here on uh, Thursday or Friday. I said if the Lions got in, I think they'd be the most dangerous team in the NFC. And I definitely would be betting them. Mm. I don't know if I would be betting money line. It would depend. Obviously, San Francisco would probably not be a great matchup, but at least they could run the ball. At least, I mean, they have the best offensive line, if not the best offensive line, top three, right? The Lions. Absolutely. What's Seattle's problem? They're 30th in adjusted line yards. They get absolutely no push. That's why what Kenneth Walker did this year was so remarkable. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with him winning rookie of the year. They have no defense. Not that the Lions do, but a lion, the Lions can give least... up least... like they give up the third least sacks in the NFL as well. Jared Goff has had a clean pocket all year. Yeah, and, it, and like on the other side of the ball, at least the Lions could get after the quarterback. At least they have some guys that can make plays. Yep. And um, Okuda would have been healthy. Not that that's going to help them out. He wasn't very good the second half of the season. But yeah, I think the Lions would have at least given the Niners a better fight. So next year, I'd say top three, probably the ceiling. I definitely think they win the NFC North, unless the Packers go all in for Aaron Rodgers and trade for, like, D-Hop, which <laughs> they wouldn't trade a third-round pick for Tony Gonzalez a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, what do you think they're going to do? Or a second-rounder yeah. for Randy Moss. To keep, Come on. Yeah. Let's be honest Who here. needs Randy Moss? Let's be honest here. Well, let's stick with a little football talk. Before we get to that, though, we do have to inform the people. Kansas State showed up tonight, but it's getting a little sweaty. 38-32. This is not where I want to be. This seems like every single Kansas game, you have a double-digit lead. I, the run's coming. It's already, I mean, Kansas State could not miss the first 10 minutes of this game, and it's a six-point game. What's Grady Dick at the next level? Because he's been destroying he's be me awesome. all season. He's going to be awesome. As soon as he gets a point guard that can put him in position to get the ball in the right spot, he is going to be insane. Boom. So. Yeah, Lonzo Ball. A, in, the a healthy, th- in the year 2029, Lonzo Ball at 30-something. When robot legs are a thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. They'll roll them out like crazy legs and don't be a menace. I got a dream. Tennessee down 21-13. Like to see that from Mississippi State. 
And that's all we really care about. Oh, and then the NBA, we got the Bucks up 23-19 on the Raptors at home at the Pfizer Forum. Drew Holiday has 10. Yeah, Drew Holiday has more than 10, I think, at this point. You know, 10. And then uh, Pascal, who I need to get also 15, has 8. 8 and 2 rebounds. So this this little parlay is, I'm not going to mush it, Don't but it's starting it. out good. Don't it's just say starting it. out. Gary Trent has 7. Starting off good. It's starting off good. Gary Trent has seven points already? Yes, he does. All right, that is a good start. It's a we good start for our little parlay. Brooke Lopez at the charity stripe, 24-19 bucks. If you want to watch that game and mute the TV, it's, it's a on fun game. TNT. It is. I, I kind of like these, these nights where we get, what, four or five games, these small little slates. I don't mind it. Me neither. Sometimes I get anxiety when I look at, like, 11 games. That's that's my problem with I college I can't watch hoops. it all. And then, like, tonight I like, like, nine dogs. And then I'm like, I don't like any favorites. Except for my Badgers. Play of the year, by the way, tonight, the Wisconsin Badgers. Three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Nittany Lions. All right, let's talk uh, some Chargers-Jags. Probably game of the year in the playoffs so far. Wild. Almost turned that off. Almost told my wife, hey, let's get caught up on season three of, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever she's watching. I don't really have any shows other than The Bear. And I need season two. Love it or list it. Do you watch The Bear? You watch The Bear, right? We talked about this. Has season two came out? Not yet. You haven't even watched season one. No, I finished it all. Oh, you did? Yeah. You didn't tell me. I uh, did it this weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah, I yeah, stayed you, up to like 4 a.m. on wasn't Saturday. It? it was. It was a stressful show. It was. Everybody keeps asking me, they're like, is that really how Chicago is? The more I watch, yeah, kind of. Some of those characters, they're just like everybody that I grew up with. Really? Yeah, which is kind of scary. That's stressful. You watch it on TV and you're like, oh man, childhood was kind of a mess a little bit. Yeah. You know what else was a mess? The second half offensive play calling for the Chargers. Boom, the kids still got it. That's why Joe Lombardi... Get the hell out of here. Don't even grab a bagel. That's what they told him. They said, don't even grab a bagel. Just get the hell out of here. You are a bum. That play calling, Justin Herbert, they they literally allowed Justin Herbert to throw the Chargers out of that game. All season long, last two years, Colin plays for Drew Brees and his noodle arm when you have Justin Herbert, his rocket arm. You have Austin Eckler, touchdown machine, one of the better running backs in the league. What did he have in that game? 12 carries, 13 carries. He didn't go over his carries. Uh so now Brandon Staley will be back. 13 carries for 35 yards. Brandon Staley's back. <laughs> That's terrible. So everybody else just takes the sword. I have no problem with what Staley. What was his number? 14 and a half, 15 and a half? It, it Sounds kept, about right. Yeah, it, it, I think it got up to 15 and a half. Yeah. That's where it closed at. Dumb. I, I said there's That's no dumb. way he's not getting 20 touches. That's what I thought too. I thought he would get, you know, like somewhere between 18 and 21 carries. But no. Not at all. And even if it's not the carries, like he had two games this season where he had over yeah, 14 receptions. For He's sure. the best pass catching back, not named Melvin Kamara in the league. Didn't make any sense. So Staley's back. Everybody else just takes the sword. Are you guys fine with that? Uh, whoever wants to go first can. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Jim Trotter put out this full thread about, you know, the institutional stability that they have for, and how they feel that Staley's a really good influence in the locker room and how guys like him and et cetera, et cetera. I'm fine with it because I understand the rationale of why they want to keep him, right? Like, I don't I don't agree, but I'm fine with it, if that makes sense. I would have gotten rid of him last year when he called that timeout uh, to take them from going to the playoffs, no matter what, to yeah. not going to the playoffs. That was maybe one of the dumbest things I had ever seen, and there was more of those types of things continuing down the stretch this year, too. Bunch of weird, analytically driven, but not logically driven calls. So, yeah, I'm fine with it, but this is probably, this is his last year, right? Like, this is it. Is it like, what is, uh, what needs to happen for him to keep his job? Because getting back to the playoffs, if they're one and done, doesn't keep the job. 
Is it just one playoff win? Is that really the ceiling? Because you have Justin Herbert before you have to fully invest in Justin Herbert for one more year. You paid Khalil Mack. You have Joey Bosa, who you pay. J.C. Jackson's making all that money. Is he going to be back? Like, is he well, right? Well, I guess the question is, all right, so you went 9-8 and eight your first year. Yeah. You 10-7 and seven in your second year. Do you go, you know, 12-5? and five? Like, do you win the AFC West? Like, I don't think that's... That's going to be tough, obviously, with the Chiefs right there. But yeah, twelve mean, and five is not completely undoable, right? He was—he's five years removed from being a D three defensive coordinator, so you have to think, all right, we're committed to him to the long term. And like, I don't know how he leads. Like, I don't know what he's like with these guys. But a lot of people like his sort of uh, communication style with the players. Yeah, Peach? yeah. I, I just, you know, with Staley guys. The they have a twenty-seven nothing lead. You're watching that game, thinking like Jags are gonna make this interesting. Like at no point did you ever feel like that game was out of reach. The playoff record for turnover differential for a team that won a game was minus three. Yeah, the Jags were minus five. five. Yeah, and they won that game. They were yeah. minus five. Yeah, it's just. I think he's got to be the top target for a coach to get fired first next season, right? Don't you think he's going to be the odds right leader? I don't know. Yeah, probably. The thing about him is I think he's a really good defensive coordinator. That was the perfect defensive game plan. Like Trevor Lawrence was seeing ghosts out there. He didn't know if he was seeing zone or man. He threw four picks Oh, in that it was game. a great game but he's plan. not a head coach. And the funny thing about Staley is we've almost like bullied him into being too conservative too. him yeah. kicking those field goals because everybody was ragging on yep. him for going for it. It's just like, but you need the perfect mix, and he just doesn't have it, man. He's, I just don't think he's a head coach. Let me ask you this, though. So now Joe Lombardi needs a job. Will it be your biggest nightmare now that Greg? What if Joe Lombardi's calling plays for the Baltimore? <laughs> no, I have a weird feeling it happens, though. Because he's going to be back in the league. Oh, when he my shouldn't. God, no. I, I can't. I he should can't. be calling plays for, I don't even know. <laughs> Joliet Catholic. No, hell no. Yeah, no, I know. He don't know how to run the double-wing offense. That's Gordy Gillespie's offense, yeah. damn it. Joe Lombardi. He couldn't hold Gordy Gillespie's jock. You know who else couldn't is? Where? Who? Kevin O'Connell, the most overrated head coach in the NFL. No, I'm kidding. I don't want to give it to him. The defense is really bad for Minnesota. Uh, The Giants, can they go on a special run and make some noise? I feel like I want to say yes because I love Brian Dable. I love Mike Kafka, who's going to be a head coach in a year or two. Perfect offensive game plan against Minnesota. Having Daniel Jones throw it on early downs, that's all we ask for throwing it a lot, going over the passing attempts, using his legs. I just have a bad feeling. So Philadelphia now, another week to get fully healthy. It just depends what Jalen looks like. Because the last time we saw him, week 18, it was a very vanilla playbook. They didn't want to get him hurt. His shoulder's obviously still bothering him. But if he's even 80%, I got a bad feeling this ends for for the Giants. Like, you think it's a blowout? I think it could be. I think because we all really want to bet the Giants. Yeah. They're a fun story. Dude, that Vikings defense is so bad. So bad. It's like, so bad. It's, yeah, the, it's historically bad. Yeah. It's, it, it is historically bad. And here's the key, too, for the Eagles. The Giants are the only team that they've seen in the last three weeks. Now it was the Giants' C team out there, but at least they kind of saw, you know, plays that they run and all that. So, yeah, I'm kind of liking the Eagles, too. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I, I have to continue to ride the Giants against the spread. They've just covered all year. Do you think they could win the game outright, though? Like, what would need to happen? Three turnovers from Jalen? Kayvon would need to disrupt Jalen a lot. I think that would have to be the case. You would have to have, like, either a fumble, a couple of interceptions. And really, it would have to be something special from Daniel Jones. 
maybe so Jordan Ph- Davis so, gone. So Philly's probably going to roll in this one game. One of them's losing. Philly or San Francisco. One of them's going down, I think. And we all think it's probably Dallas. I, it's going to pull the upset, but... I think it's going to be Dallas upset in San Francisco. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we got hour number two. We're going to talk some NBA basketball. We'll talk some Wizards. Wes Hall's going to join us. We'll ask him who's the team to beat in the East. Is it the Wizards? We all know the answer to that is no. But do they have some trade pieces? Bet MGM Tonight continues. Hour number two next.